What is good, guys? Good morning, and welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. This is a, a sick edition, man. I just, I don't know what it is. Keep keep getting sick in different ways, man. Uh, but, you know, ain't nobody give a shit about that. I'm, I'm just letting you know. Uh, <clears throat> hear my voice, man. That's why. That's why. Uh, but yesterday was a, a good day for us, man. Just three three plays. Uh, Magic plus one. Pels pick up Thunder plus six and a half. We go two and one. Uh, Magic were up at the end of the first and up at the end of the second, up at the end of the third. Um, and next just grinded that one out. That was an absolute grinded out game um, where the more experienced team, the team with Jalen Brunson, got it done, but would have played that every time. Pels got there pretty sweat free. Thunder got there pretty sweat free. Brings us to 180 and 173, down 9.53 units. And uh, yeah, I think I think uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna go on a run here. We're gonna go on a run here. We're just gonna be smart. Pick our spots. You guys know what it is. Um, all right. Uh, let's waste no time. We got a pretty decently large slate, and I've got to be somewhere in about an hour. So we gotta fly through this bitch. We're going to do that. First game of the day, Cavs and Pistons. Cavs coming in as 11-point favorites here today. Um, I don't know when this news came out, but apparently Garland and Mitchell um, are questionable, which obviously uh, changes the, the complexion of this game completely. I'm going to look pull up their beat writer right now on Twitter. Um, Donovan Mitchell groin soreness and Darius Garland thumb soreness are now questionable. That was an hour before tip or an hour ago, um, and it's today. You know what I mean? So I I would assume at least one of them doesn't play. I I still like the Cavs, uh, but these are the games that just in general I feel like you want to stay away from, right? Like these these eleven ten. 10 to 12 point spreads with a good team versus a bad team, but the bad team's not like terrible, but there's no real narratives on either side. Like it's just pointless to me. It's a true, true coin flip. I lean Cleveland here today, but dude, I mean, if you told me Detroit somewhat hung around, I wouldn't be like shocked. Um, and then, yeah, I'm assuming I'm expecting that one of those two sits. So if you do like Cleveland and you want to play Cleveland, just wait. Just wait. I'm I'm assuming one of those guys is gonna sit. Um, you're gonna get maybe ten, nine and a half. I mean, better number than eleven. I'd assume. Um, all right, Hornets and Wizards. Um, random. This game's on ESPN tonight. Like, I don't know what that's coming from, but that's cool for both these teams. I, I bet this is both these teams' first ESPN game of the year. Um, but it's it's damn near impossible right now because you have Beal questionable and you have Kuzma questionable. Um, and that is the NBA right now, man. Daniel Gafford questionable as well. We got three of the starters questionable. How the fuck are we supposed to cap it if we don't know what's going on? On the other side, uh, Hornets are, again, we talked about it, up and down, up and down. Sometimes they're really good. Nah, nah, they're never really good. But sometimes they're serviceable, and then sometimes they're really bad. And you look at them recently. Into Chicago, lose by 16. Into Detroit, lose by 6. At home versus the Magic, lose by 6. So even lately, they're playing mid-teams, and they're not getting it done. Um, 
I think the spots that they thrive in the most in terms of on the spread are um, dogs against pretty decent teams, um, and then they just show up. But I, I like Washington here, minus the four. I, I would guess that you're going to get one of Coos or Beal today. I think they both practice. Maybe even get both. And if you get both, I like them, um, obviously, minus the four. If you get one, I honestly probably still like them, minus the four. And if you only get one, you, you're pro- I don't know for sure, but this line probably comes down a little bit just because one of them will be out. Um, <clears throat> the Wizards have lost three in a row. They lost to Portland. They blew that game. They blew the Brooklyn game. They're up in both of those games by 20-plus in the first half. And obviously, you got to finish the job. But uh, brutal losses in both of that. And then they got blown out in Cleveland. So, it's just setting up for, like, a Wizards comeback spot. You get some of these guys back. And you get you get a team in Charlotte that, yeah, on any given night, they can be decent. But more often than not, they're going to suck. They just they don't have enough consistency. LaMelo and Terry can get hot and carry them through a game. But... Uh, their defense is going to give up plenty of points. And if either one of LaMelo or Rozier isn't cooking, it's hard for them to, to keep up um, in game. So I'd lean Washington. We just got to wait for the injury news. Uh, but definitely lean them on the spread. Next game, Philly and Boston. Uh, Philly's getting four and a half today. Um, and I definitely lean Philly here. I, you know, when I, when I was kind of making my lines, dude, I, I don't know that there's a one and a half point difference. Again, we talk about, you know, three for home court. Um, and they're giving it four and a half. Um, and, and I don't know that there's really all that big of a difference between these two teams at, the, at this point in time, right? Um, I know Boston's very, very scary. They're probably the favorite in the East when all healthy. Uh, but Marcus Smart is out, and they're not playing like. I mean, you just go look at the. Let's all right. Let's do it. Let's go look at how both these teams have been playing since Marcus Smart went down. So Marcus Smart went down January 21st against Toronto. After that, they lost in Orlando. Then they lost in Miami. Granted, shorthanded in Miami, like very shorthanded. Like Jalen Brown, Al Horford, you know, Marcus Smart, obviously. But come back home, everyone besides Marcus Smart lose by three at home to New York. Then they get the Lakers at home. Should have lost that game, right? That That's the infamous Braun tantrum game. Um win that game in overtime then all right we were incorrectly on the nets here they smack the nets and then we come back on phoenix phoenix beats them outright and then they beat detroit in detroit by 12 which is you know whatever um so it's like the sample size since marcus smart has gone down hasn't been all that good like obviously they're still an elite team but like philly's got a squad bro like let's not discount philly let's go since since that game, um, you know, we'll go January 21st. In Sacramento, they beat Sacramento without Joel Embiid and, and James Harden. Um, at home versus Brooklyn, beat them. Um, Brooklyn battled that game. At home against Denver, beat Denver. Lost to those pesky Orlando Magic, beat them. Went into San Antonio, beat them. And then coming off a loss against the Knicks um, on Sunday. So you've had two days off for the for the Sixers too. I, I'd rather grab the points here. I would. That's what I'm saying. I would rather grab the points here. Um, four and a half is the move for me. I, I think I'd have this three straight up right now. I, I'd have this three. I think it's pick them between these two. It's a neutral court. Pick them. Pick them. So I'll take the four and a half. Obviously, we run the risk of this being a close game all game. Celtics up three. Philly ball, 15 seconds left. Philly misses, fouls, make both free throws, miss another shot. 
that is the the mall the the, the worst way to go down um uh, for a four and a half but i do think they're the side here today next game spurs raptors uh very similar to the Cavs pistons where it's like all right decent team versus not decent team and the better teams at home you're getting a fatty spread what do we do uh, and my answer remains the same. You stay away, especially because it's like Toronto has a bunch of trade concerns um, right now as well. Like, I don't know if anything's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised. And also the vibe is just weird around this team, right? 25 and 30, they'll be, they'll win some games, right? They, they won in Memphis. Of course, we had Memphis minus one and a half. They took down a 15 point lead in the fourth, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Nothing for me in this game. If, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to prop it up, um, and I'm going to head to Precious. Precious fucked fuck me on my last two two bets on him with rebounds. I think he gets it today. Um, am I going to go to it, though? Probably not. Probably not. But I, I think his over 22.5 points, rebounds, and assists should hit today. Um, all right. Pacers heat. We are on the Pacers here today. Plus seven. Um, I, I, I view this as a very similar spot to uh, what the Thunder were last night. Um, like almost an identical sort of spot. And these are definitely spots that I like um, where you have a team that is in theory better, right? The Miami Heat are better than the Pacers, but they're not that much better. They're really not all that much better, both in the totality of the whole season and the recent stretch, right? The Pacers, in the end of January, they really, really struggled. But it, it, it's not a shocker given that their best player, by far, their best player in their engine, Tyrese Halliburton, was out. Now he's back. And in the three games that he's been back, let's go through how the how things have played out. They, in the first game back against the Lakers, they lost by one. They honestly controlled that game. They controlled that game. Lakers came back, won that game. Then... They host Sacramento. They beat Sacramento. Granted, no De'Aaron Fox, right? But still, they beat Sacramento. Then Cleveland, bad game, right? We were actually on them in that game at home. They just got outplayed. Straight up outplayed. And that's going to happen here and there. Um, Just got outplayed, right? But you're getting a team that's pretty solid, right? Uh, I will consider the Pacers a solid team, 25 and 30. But again, they lost every single game that Tyrese Halliburton sat in. Besides one. Besides one to the Bulls. Every other game they lost, right? So with Tyrese Halliburton, this is a solid team. Miami, you're missing Kyle Lowry. Um, you're missing <clears throat> Victor Oladipo. You're obviously still missing Duncan Robinson. You're missing Omar Yurtsevin. Uh, you're missing Nikola Jovic. Not the biggest deal. But um, this is a whatever team, man. They're above average, but they're not. Okay, Monty Morris now questionable for the Wizards. They lost the last two. They lost to, to Milwaukee. They lost to New York. Honestly, fought in both those games. They beat Cleveland. They lost to Charlotte. You look at their home games in January. One point L against Brooklyn. One point win against OKC. Six point win against Milwaukee. Uh, they did reel off a 16 point win against Milwaukee, but that was without Giannis. Uh, shit, that may have been without Drew, too. No, Drew was there. That was without Giannis and Middleton, and, and that was a out-of-form Drew. Um Hosted New Orleans, one by four. Hosted Boston without Brown, uh, Smart, Horford, one by three. Hosted Orlando, one by five. You know, like they, they have played all these teams at home tough. I don't view Miami as this large home court advantage. So I, I think Indiana stays in this one, right? One, I don't think there's that big of a difference between these two teams. 
Indiana's coming off a blowout loss, two days off. I know Miami's had plenty of time off, too. Missing Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's kind of sucked anyways. But uh, I just don't think there's that big of a difference between these two teams. I'd say maybe there's a two, three-point difference. Uh, you put that at five or six. I'll take the extra points at seven, in my opinion. Um, all right, let's keep moving. Sacramento and Houston open at seven, up to nine. Uh, you know, I considered Sacramento. They've played the Rockets three times now and have covered in all three games. And the Rockets, look, to me, they're just a fade. They're they're a fade every night. I feel like if you fade them, you'll make money. Um, but I faded them once with one of my favorite teams in OKC, and they covered. And so I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm, I'm just going to chill on them. Took Monday off. Probably would have liked the Kings if if I was playing it. Um <clears throat> And they took care of business again. Again, just a tough spot just in terms of beating a team for the fourth time this year in a back-to-back set at at their place. And not just beating them, right? You have to cover nine. So it's like, I, I'm not betting Houston today. I, I don't know. At this point, maybe. But, um, right, like, this just goes against, like, you, you don't lay – you don't lay nine on the road against a team that you just beat. You just don't do that. So um, I'm going to lay off this one, man. I'm going to lay off this one. All right, Minnesota and Utah. This game came out as a three-and-a-half uh, point spread last night, up to five-and-a-half. I like Minnesota here uh, today, and let me tell you why. Again, one of my favorite um, one of my favorite bets is um, – well-coached teams off of blowout losses. Um, and you have that last night. I, I believe in Chris Finch as a coach. I think he gets it. Um, I think he puts him, his teams in a, a good position. Jeez, Jalen Brown available. Cornette available. Robert Williams questionable. Al Horford questionable. <laughs> I don't really know what the fuck's going on. Hold on. Let me uh, – we may need to lock our Philly play in. I locked, uh, I locked Philly in. I've locked Philly in. Let's get back to Minnesota, Utah. Um, Minnesota, five and a half point dogs. Like I said, um, I I tend to like betting teams um, that get smacked. Right, and, and I've talked about it before, but let me let me just talk about it again um, as to why, especially you know when they're well coached. I think a lot of times when people see a blowout, they just think they suck, right? They think, oh, they're in bad form. But I, I, I need people to realize, like, basketball is such a rhythm and momentum sport. And there's going to just be straight up days where you don't have it. Where you just don't have it. Um, and they're going to be, when, when you pair a day where you don't have it and another team does, it can get really ugly. But the every day is just a new day. And so when you come off a, a game where you get absolutely destroyed and you have a team that is full of well, first off, a good coaching staff, second off, professionals with pride, you're coming stronger the next day. You're just coming stronger the next day. You've got to come stronger the next day, right? This isn't junior high or middle school where where these guys are going to fold mentally. Maybe if you're in Houston and you've sucked for all year. But a team like Minnesota that has playoff aspirations, right, you get blasted. You got a game against the Utah Jazz who are right there in the mix. You got to come. You got to come ready to go the very next day. Now, the only thing that concerns me is we've got two different factors that make it a little bit tougher here today. One, Minnesota's on a back-to-back, right? You go from Denver to Utah. It's not the longest flight, but it is still a road-road back-to-back. Two, Utah's coming off of two straight L's 
and they've had some time off. And, and Utah was off a pretty bad L themselves um, in that they faced the Mavericks team without Kyrie, obviously, without Luka, without Dimwithy, without uh, Doran Finney-Smith. You, you face a G League version of the Mavs, and the Mavs came in there with pride and smacked them up. So I expect Utah to be ready to go to today as well. It's just five and a half. Are we are we doing that, right? If everything is thrown out the window and it's the Minnesota Timberwolves fully healthy or without cap versus the Utah Jazz, no narratives, no rest advantages, neutral court, I think the Minnesota Timberwolves are two and a half points better. I do. Right? So that would say mean on a neutral court or in Utah, you could just say, all right, I'll give Utah – I give Utah minus a half, maybe a pick them. And then it's, all right, how much are we factoring in the back-to-back? I give it a point. Maybe we got to go point and a half. Guy gets it to maybe three. And then I think the Minnesota coming off of a blowout and Utah coming off their blowout kind of cancels out. So I probably have this three and a half. I probably have this three and a half, maybe four. I like Minnesota getting the extra points today. I don't I don't see them getting, you know, I, I regardless of whatever happens today, I feel confident that you're getting a good, you know, good performance from from Minnesota tonight. So I'd lean I'd lean Minnesota for sure. I'm not gonna lock it in yet, but I'd lean them for sure. Next game, Golden State and the uh Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers. This is a gonna be a really fun game, a game that I've got nothing on the spread for. I'd make uh, I'd make this a pick 'em. It's two and a half. Um <clears throat> and really impressed with with how the Warriors came out first game uh post staff. Um oh Sorry, I'm just reading the, the Westbrook news. Anyways, um, really impressed with how the Warriors came out post, you know, Steph going down. They know, hey, we got to stay afloat. We got to win these games. Um, and it was a really good performance. Obviously, at home against OKC, a little bit of a uh, little bit easier, a tiny bit easier than on the road in Portland. Um, but regardless, still a still a big win. Um, in terms of the spread, though, like Portland's going to battle. Dame's going to be up for this game. Dame is a threat to go for 50 anytime he's on the court. I mean, his points prop today is 35 and a half. And if I'm betting that I'm going over, you know, like uh, I'm not going to do it, but like that, that's just kind of the state of where he's at. He will carry this team. Um, the Warriors don't necessarily have anyone they, they can put on him. Uh, I think you got to trap him high and, and hope that other guys don't beat you. We'll see what the strategy is, but um Regardless, I, I I could see this going both ways on the spread. Where I do like what I do like is is Jordan Poole over twenty three and a half points. It's up to twenty five and a half. I felt like last night I was like, what? That is a little too low. Almost went PRA, but I'm staying disciplined. When you bet on a Jordan Poole prop, right? Are you doing it because of points and or rebounds and assists, or because of points? You're doing it because of points. So I stayed off the PRA um, at thirty two and a half last night. It's up to thirty five and a half. So obviously off that now. Um, but uh, we took points, twenty three and a half. I'm pumped. It's up to twenty five and a half, and that's where I think it should be. At twenty three and a half, it's hit eight out of the ten times Steph was out um, after that Indiana game. Uh, he played Portland in that very same stretch, put up forty one. For as good as Damon Ant are offensively, they give a lot of it back on the defensive end. So um, 
Love the play, man. Love the absolutely love the play. I think he gets there fairly easily. Um, if he has an off night, that's really the or a blowout. That's the only you know way I see him not getting there. Um, but I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that all day. Jordan Poole over 23 and a half, uh, 25 and a half. I'm laying off. That's where it should be. We're just trying to find pockets of value. If you don't have notifications turned on, I mean, I don't blame you. I'm down 10 to 10 units or nine units, but, um, you know, it's important to get these bets in as soon as possible. Cause now that bet is, uh, gone. All right. Last game, Mavs and Clippers, eight point spread for the Mavs. Uh, really tough, tough tough game to bet man i I made this clippers with seven and a half um one no luca two Kyrie's back uh you just don't you don't know how this Mavs team is gonna gel right like i i actually like the core around uh Kyrie just in terms of how hard they play josh green timmy uh reggie dwight they're all gonna battle but um first game you just don't really know how it's going to play out. You don't really know what the dynamic is. Kyrie should get whatever shot he wants, but you know, Clippers should have PG and Kawhi to put on him and kind of make his life as tough as possible. I would lean Kyrie points over, uh, but spread wise, I think it's right about where it should be a slight, tiny baby, littleish uh, value on the Mavs where again, I'd have this seven and a half, but it's eight, but not enough to play. Um, and this is, should just be a fun game and, and a data gathering game to see kind of what the dynamic is. Obviously, Luke is not there yet, so things are going to change soon anyways. But um, this is a game where you just gather data, see how, how they play and, um, <clears throat> you know, apply it moving forward. See if you can find an edge. Um, all right, guys, that's about it. So we've got three plays locked in. I locked in the Sixers plus four and a half. Uh, again, I'd, I'd have this three. I'd have this three. Al Horford now questionable. Robert Williams questionable. If both those motherfuckers are out, Joel Embiid is going to feast. And I think Brown and Tatum will do their thing too. I think this is a one-possession game late. Um, I will take the four and a half points. Indiana plus the seven. Again, similar to the Thunder spot. Indiana got blown out last game, two days off. Yes, Miami's off two losses too with plenty of rest. But I just don't think there's that big of a difference between these two teams. I don't. I'd have this five and a half, six. Um, we're getting a little bit of extra value there. And then Jordan Poole, over 23 and a half points. Line's long gone. Um, that's why you bet it early. And then the only other game that I'm considering is, uh, I like the Timberwolves plus the five and a half. I will say, open at three and a half, down to f- uh, five and a half, back to back, right? A lot of these guys didn't play heavy minutes last night. Um, but curious to 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 see the injury report right rudy gobert and anthony edwards have been questionable many a times this year i would be uh i'd want to make sure that they play but uh definitely lean lean them also look look at some some d um some d props i think is is the way to go um again this utah defense especially against guards is suspect so uh we're not gonna force anything though but 28 and a half PRI is something that's, I think, a little bit interesting. Um, or even 19 and a half points. Let me check. Got got a blasted. Uh, blasted. He got uh, kicked out the game last night. It was just a, just a bad game all around for them, right? But um, before that, let me pull up D. Before that, 18 points, 29 points, 29 points. Yeah. And that that 18 was in a blowout. So um, I like D-Lo. 
I do like the uh, to score 20 points there, but we'll see. All right, guys. I love you. Best of luck. Stay healthy out there, man. Being sick sucks. Like, you just don't realize it until you get sick. But I love you guys. Best of luck to whatever you play. I'm locked in, man. We are we are going to we are going to grind our way back, bro. I promise you. I promise you. I love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace.